It's like I didn't. I have six more dollars in my Bank of America checking account because he paid for this with magic. And then that leads to him. <laughs> you said smagic. Smagic. He That's paid for new, this with the new improved magic. Don't you know, it's the, don't know about it. Don't know about it. Super magic. Smagic. It's a, it's a Brazil thing. Don't worry about it. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast. We in Outshine. Bitcoins, we got them. Acquire, never sell. But catch us rolling deep like a Dell. Bitcoin, blockchains, cryptocurrency. Three guys faded talking Bitcoin, no fee. That's the free Bitcoin podcast, insane. And adoption is still the only thing, thing, thing that matters, man. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 10th episode of the Bitcoin podcast. And what we're going to do is every 10th episode... Since we're three grown men talking about economy and finance, like three grown individuals talking about grown man things, we decided to incorporate some adult beverages. That so what we're going to do is, as, yes, as the episode progresses, we will get increasingly more drunk as we socialize. So uh, let's go around the room and uh, introduce yourself and uh, what you're sipping on this fine evening. Hey everybody, I'm host number two, D. Um, as he said, we are getting toasty. Uh, let's see, first I started with bourbon. Uh, you Knob Creek, if you will. Oh wait, you are, you to say are you cataloging right now? I'm cataloging, I'm cataloging. Mm-hmm. started with Knob Creek, and I'm on my way to PBR, Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's going good. It's going real good. On to you, Corey. Oh, uh, Corey, as always, I'm drinking the Brazilian national beverage, the Caipirinha, which is just a shitload of cachaça, which is a sugarcane liquor with a couple limes and sugar. And it's delicious. Very Very nice. nice. And uh, I put up a fence today, so like any good construction worker, I am drinking... Large amounts of Corona. So you just said you were doing. Uh, we're three grown men. What's the name on that that bottle of Corona that you're you're drinking? Uh, corona. That's it. You sure? <laughs> you sure about that? Yeah. I don't, I don't I'm think sure you said about that. that earlier. I think it was a Coronita. Cor- All right, you got me. Um, These are Coronitas. Um, but it's the same Corona that you all know and love, just in long neck bottles. Long neck bottles, little baby long neck bottles. <laughs> but I have a lot of them, and I'm going through. <laughs> it makes you feel a lot better when you look at the table. And there's 17 of them. Yeah, it makes me feel like I, you know, you guys are drinking liquor and all that, so it takes me a lot more to catch up. Yeah. So I mean, you know, this is the first. So let me just explain to people that you know, if you're sober at a at a house party and you have that belligerent drunk person, I know how annoying it is. We're not going to get that far faded, but we are. What are we talking about, Well, how about a little bit of Texas news? Um, Last month, Governor Greg Abbott signed into law, paving the way for Texas to receive a billion 
dollars in gold from an underground vault operated by a bank and brings it here to be stored in a bouillon depository. Um, and the representative says that you can make transactions with Bitcoin. You can use the gold depository as a medium and then you can make payments on the other side. So that's pretty interesting. What do you guys think? Texas habitually tries to separate itself from the herd. It's what it always does. And I think this is just an act to do that. Um, I do know that there is a treasury in Texas. It's in Austin. I happen to know somebody who works there. I'm not just saying that. It's true. Um, and you can get gold there. You can actually buy it. Um, how do I know? Because I tried to buy some, but, uh, you said tried, so you apparently can't get it that easy. Um, when I say tried, I mean, I talked to the person about buying some and never talked to them again. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't didn't follow up on it, but you can buy gold and it is really easy. Um, you can buy real gold and then they ship it to your house and you have like a little piece of gold and that's in Texas. Wait, they ship gold? Like, yeah. Whoa. They'll give you a little piece of gold. It's really expensive because it's gold. Um, but that's just Texas trying to break away from the herd. But the coolest thing is that you can buy with Bitcoin. And that means Texas must be onto something when it comes to, I don't know, scarce resources, scarce things. In it's, definitely a, it's definitely a step in the right direction of this worldwide acceptance of the fact that Bitcoin has value and is useful. I mean, it's just an abstraction. I can say anything has value. I could say this friggin' pillow that's right next to my laptop has infinite value. And if I can get, like, I don't know, 2,000 people to believe it has infinite value, then I'll chunk that bitch up and I'll sell it. I mean, it's just an abstraction. uh, How do you think the fact that that that's a bad analogy because... We're not dependent on someone else saying it has value. That's very true. This is there's no there's no magic person saying, "Here's a token. Just believe me that it's worth something." Well, how else does it happen when people are like, "Hey, here's a back then thousands of years," and somebody's like, "Here's a seashell. This has value. Me and this supply and dude demand over there. If he if there are no other seashells around, then you that want seashell that seashell is very valuable." So what you're saying What's is that? like there has to be a consensus at first for something to be believed to have had value. The only thing that creates value, value is demand. Ew, he's throwing absolutions out right now. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. You know why? Because nobody really wants my copy of Doom from 1995, but I have it on floppy disk and everything. You really have a floppy disk? I really have a, the floppy disk of Doom. I have you should, that. You should frame that. Maybe I should. <laughs> I mean, just put it on your, on your your wall next to your desk. You should frame that. That's a good idea. As long as it's just not a floppy disk. Graphic novel. Say what, Joe? You remember Doom made a line of books? I still have that Doom book. Really? You should frame that. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to frame the Doom DVD, um, the movie with, was it The Rock or somebody? 
Ooh, that movie was gross. Terrible. <laughs> so bad. But they did the first person thing like Doom did, so that made it okay. Not yeah. Really yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's talk about what's what's going on in Corey's part of the world. Um, I guess the big piece of news is that transactions have gone up 500%. So just just to give you some numbers, in January, 490 transactions happened that month. And last month, 3,500 transactions happened. Um, and if you're unfamiliar, out of the 600 million people that kind of live in Latin America, like 60% are unbanked. Corey, you're not unbanked, right? You're, no. No, okay. But that, it's still pretty cool news, though. Are you yeah, underbanked? I think, I think Brazil is... is this weird territory that's ripe with the like the, what Bitcoin can thrive at because you have these separation, this drastic separation of rich and poor, where the rich can benefit from the utility of you know the ease and, and comfort of buying things online with Bitcoin that's used for like you know the email of money or yeah that. And then you have these poor people, these unbanked people that can essentially turn themselves into banks using Bitcoin if they can find a way to get it and not have to worry about going through these, this, this you know, possibly corrupt system to secure their money. And so you have the kind of best of both worlds and the infrastructure is starting to come into play where it's easy to get Bitcoin yeah. because I think now... Here in Argentina, you can buy Bitcoin through almost any convenience store or like, well, what would be considered a convenience store is like a lottery. I think Argentina is, I think, the main key factor in the growth just based on, I guess, high inflation or economic instability. And I think like no one has debit cards. So like you said, they just need another solution to... If they want to buy something online, I mean, what choice do they have? Yeah, but the problem is, I mean, looking on online to find people that accept Bitcoin is really difficult, unless you're in one yeah. of the big cities, like Sao, like Sao Paulo or Rio de Janeiro. And outside of that, it's just like, good luck, you're not finding anything. Yeah. But if you can get it, you can find someone who wants it and trade the currency. So just everyone over there is just walking around with a huge stack of cash in their pocket waiting to get robbed. I wouldn't say they had a huge stack of cash in their pocket. Yeah. They just, just don't carry little, cash. There's a, lot, there's a lot of poor people, and those who aren't poor have bank accounts. What I would do is I, if whenever I wanted to trade something, make a transaction, I'd get to know that person first. I would say, like, hey, who are you? What are you about? You want some of my things? I want some of your things or I want at least some money I'd have to get to know the person to invite them into like I don't know my house or invite them into wherever I was to give them cash dude have you ever used Craigslist Craigslist yeah I meet at a McDonald's parking lot every single time and I bring someone with me alright so what's the difference between that and selling Bitcoin you just meet in a McDonald's parking lot with somebody with you who's like alright you, you you want to trade some Bitcoin, right? Well, this much for this much. Cool. That's a sketch. <laughs> it sounds like a drug deal, but it's whatever. It's 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 the same thing as you would do with any transaction. 
Yeah. If you don't trust the person, you meet in a third location and be safe about it. I mean, having good safety practices is having good safety practices regardless of what you're doing. Yeah, that's true. And as it becomes more mainstream, it's like, all right, well, fucking click your phones together. Let's trade trade this stuff. Bong, bong. The hardest thing is getting, like, value into Bitcoin from people who don't see it that has value. You know what I mean? Because I got in this huge argument with a guy on Twitter, and he was like, the only thing that makes the dollar the dollar is that little line that's printed on the left side of it that says legal tender. And I was like, well, dude, we can change that if we want to. Like, we can. No, we vote. can't. What do you mean we can't, dude? The bank, the federal bank takes care of this stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally, they print out this thing that says, use this, it's worth this much. But we and let it we happen. You're like, right, but it, okay, there's nothing we can do about that. But see, you, what you, you just said is something that can be, we can do things. There are things that can be done. Such as? First you vote with your dollar, then you vote to vote. I mean, but what, like, let's not get political. Let's not get too political. But I am saying that, like, we put the people in power that put that stamp on the dollar bill. We did how much? How much money do you have? How much money do I have? Yeah, you did not put anybody in power. I voted them. Okay, I, I, I personally don't believe your vote meant anything. Well, <laughs> little money to back it. It's like this. It's it's a farce. It's if you don't lobbying with somebody with a shitload of money behind yourself, then yeah, you're voting. That's cute. It's not really doing anything. <laughs> you're voting. That's cute. I think it. I think if you get enough votes, it matters, man. I think it does. I think yeah. that's the duality. That's the dichotomous nature of the system. There's a lot of people that think that voting is null and just voting matters. I mean, these are our public officials. I would like to believe in this romanticized view of what democracy is or American democracy is, but I, I don't believe it to be true. It's this it's it's too run by these these giants that yeah. push money into people's faces and say, well, if you want this money, then do what I want on a back end that we just don't see as, as the average person. Because the only, like the average person is just like, all right, trying to give my paycheck, trying to live day to day, feed my family, so-and-so. But if you're in this small corporate, like this small 1% where you've got millions of dollars, billions sometimes billions of dollars and you're pushing this around with people making making decisions that affects everyone do you really give a shit about the person that has three thousand dollars in the bank account some people do mr bill gates does well there are a few but these are you know exceptions to the rule in my opinion if there's more bill gates then there's more cooler shit that happens on the planet period i'm throwing it out there it's a big if yeah, but capitalism is capitalism. Capitalism. Did you guys hear that? Jello, did you hear that? Yeah. Capitalism. Uh, but capitalism you used the word is... dichotomy correctly previously, so. Good yeah, job. I know. I've been drinking a fucking lot, too, so that's impressive. You said duality and dichotomy. I yeah. like that. I've been drinking. <laughs> I'm on Paps number two, by the way. 
Where's Corey? Where yeah. Fucking with silverware? Damn it. We're going to do so, a lot of editing here. Why do Argentinians use Bitcoin? Let's nail that down. And then you want me on. to guess or you want me to have some solid facts? Um, You know, Bitcoin is interesting. This podcast is interesting because we speculate. We so speculate. Speculative all kinds train of shit. going. <laughs> let's keep the speculation going because, I mean, what the fuck are you going to do with a speculative fucking entity? You know what I mean? You speculate. Yeah. But I think Argentinians use Bitcoin. Because their currency sucks. Imagine if you go to Sp- not not Spain. Maybe Spain's too close. Be specific on sucks though. Are we talking? If because someone walked up to their... me right now, I'll tell I'll tell you sucks. And maybe I'm this American privileged privileged asshole. But if someone walked up to me right now and said, "I'll give you one real," I will give this to you. I would Wait, say, it's thank you. Money? I'm going to put this in a cupboard. Oh, peso and... is our... oh, okay. Okay, go ahead. Wait, what? What'd you... Real. Brazilian money is real. Argentinian real. money is pesos, right? No, I it's real. I don't know what Argentina is. Okay. I bet Are we talking about Argentina or Brazil? Anyway, we're talking about you Argentina. Argentina, but real is Brazilian. Wait a second. Did you say Argentina, Cello? Yeah, we were talking about Argentina, remember? Fuck. I thought you meant Brazil. Shit. Nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You said you said Argentinian money sucks, and I asked you, is it because of the inflation rate? And then you said you're a privileged American asshole, and then you started talking about Brazil. So this is the drunken episode. Damn. Damn. <laughs> that got off the rails quick. What is the Argentinian money? Who cares exactly? Like that's the point. Like if someone came up and was like, "I'll give you this Argentinian money," I'd be like, "Okay." The next time I'm in Argentina is never. So why don't you just get that in dollars and we'll make this a thing? But that's the point: is that their their currency is so shitty because nobody cares about it. Nobody believes in it. Not even they believe in it. The people in Argentina care about it because that's what they get paid in when they go and do jobs. Yeah, yeah, but it's I'm so, talking about like life over there, not like how it relates to you. Of course, you don't care. Of course, you don't care. You never see it. But I mean, like <laughs> thinking about like okay, think about this. Like I get paid in reals, and it affects me on what the what the government does with that money and how it and how it compares to the U.S. dollar because prices change, things inflate really fast. I mean, it was like two point seven when I came here to one one dollar, and now it's three point five to one dollar. So the, the amount fuck? of money that I'm getting paid per month drops yeah. significantly compared to the dollar because I get paid in reals. So it, it's if I want to store my money in a good way in terms of it's holding its its real value, then I need to either change it into U.S. dollars, which is a type some type of remittance issue, or I get if I don't use Bitcoin, I got to pay a shitload of money to do that, or I just put it in Bitcoin and hope that it doesn't drop. And then it becomes somewhat of a speculative issue. I don't think it is, but so it's basically, still a what you're saying investment. is, is if you're living life in a country that doesn't deal in the dollars locally, your entire monetary existence is a tightrope. It depends on where you're living. The euro is pretty consistent. It's relatively consistent. The yen is relatively consistent. Those are the yeah, three powerhouses. But what I'm saying but is, if you're not else, using a powerhouse currency, your monetary existence is a tightrope. 
Yeah, you're, you're, you're coming close to the idea of playing with Monopoly money, depending on where you live. And that sucks balls. Does it not yeah. suck balls? Yeah, yeah, there's some. There's some I'm going to grab another drink. I'll be back in a second. Go for it. For Go me, it's fine. Because I can, I can, for me, it's fine. I can, I get along day to day. I get paid enough money to where I have a comfortable lifestyle. But in terms of, you know, like there's a lot of people out there that get paid and they can't afford to do things because their money is worth shit. And then, or if they get it, they get they don't get enough of it and it loses its value quickly enough over a course of a couple months and the the food they used to be able to buy one month doesn't doesn't allow them to buy the same food the next exactly, month. Exactly, and it sucks dick. Look, this is what I'm saying. I've been a college student before and I've been a college student on my own accord, paid for the tuition, the American tuition, that expensive shit. On my own bill. And when there is a monetary worry in your life. It sucks. Period. You're trying to balance numbers. Huh? The majority of Americans can relate to that. Yeah, and it sucks. But imagine if that was your life. For me, I'm cool. I've got the college degree, and now I've got a little bit of you know clout educationally, and I can have money coming to me, and I can do. I have a little more freedom and a little less worry. But when I did have worry, dude, that was worry, and it sucked balls. But if you I'm live back. in a country like that, you've got a constant worry about your monetary existence. If your money is going to be good or if it's going to be bad the next day, and you're constantly having to worry about moving money and stuff like that. And I think that's where Bitcoin is cool. Because right, so the, Go ahead. Imagine, imagine you live in Greece, and... Yeah. You have worked your ass off, you know, and you get paid. You get yeah. your paycheck. You take it to the bank. Put your money in the bank. You're like, all right, I'm 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 doing what I need to do. Trying to get my life in, in order, and I'm I'm working hard, doing whatever the hell job I do, and I'm getting money. And then all this shit happens that happens right now, and you can't get any of that money out of the bank. So now you can't feed your family. Oh, now I'm super pissed. You can't imagine what that's like because you've never lived through it. I haven't and lived through it, but not only is, you can't get your money out of the bank, I've read but once you get it. the money out of the bank, it may not be worth shit. And ah, so it's such a shitty situation. And God. so it's and that's that's what like a whole country is going through this turmoil because of this financial shithole that the government has put itself into with this you know rising debt, and but. And it's one of those things that it's like, all right, well, Bitcoin can help here because it's it's at least a relatively useful storage of value and you can use it outside of any type of regulation. So if you can find someone to accept this for some types of goods or services, you can use it and no one can tell you you can't get your money out of it. And it's one of those things that if it becomes more and more of a thing, there is no government that says, all right, well, maybe you can get $200 out today, but that's it. The rest of your money we're going to hold on to because the way banks work, the money isn't actually there. It's just the number on a screen. Yeah. I, for one, think there needs to be parallel. There needs to be private economy and a public economy. And that's the way it just needs to go, man. Because if I were in Greece right now and I had no access to my funds and I just saw my wealth depleting, 
Dude, I would be going bonkers. I think I'd be punching random people. I was just <laughs> people. Say what? There are plenty of people punching random people over there, I'd imagine. Yeah, just like, dude, I had all this wealth and now I do not have it anymore and I can't even access it, so I'm gonna punch you. I'm gonna punch you in the face. Uh, let's talk about some good news, guys. Good news, good news, good news. <laughs> let's get some good news in here. Uh, Buy.com or Rakuten, they accept Bitcoin now. They've been accepting Bitcoin for a while, I thought. Go on. Uh, Elaborate. It's officially official. Officially official. Mm-hmm. Official official. Good. I've I think that... Uh, so many times in the past. Say what now? I've used Buy.com so many times in the past. Well, Rakuten, whatever it's called now. If you put in buy.com. This has been called Rakuten. Rakuten. Yeah, I bought, remember that big screen TV I had in Lubbock? Really? I bought that. Yeah, I bought that on there. Really? One of my students uses oh. buy.com all the time. Uh, his name was. I'm not going to say his name. That's weird to do on a public forum. But <laughs> I did have a student who used buy.com. And he actually called it Rakuten, and he was of Asian descent. So, well, it's good. But they're they're on a storefront, though. They interface with hundreds of other stores, right? Is that how that model works? It's the Amazon of the East. They're just a search for for other stores. Essentially, they you know stores compete in prices, give it to them. This is the way I understand it, which could be could be wrong. Some bullshit in it. you know, they have certain stores that, that register with them, and then they show their prices. And then when the, Buy.com is essentially a search engine of those stores, so then you can compare and compete with the stores they have. And, you know, you search for whatever you want. The stores who are selling that item will show you what they have for the price and then their rating and all that nonsense. It's some, very similar to Amazon, but without an actual Buy.com warehouse that competes with those stores. But good, and it's another big titan of people who are doing a lot of commerce, accepting a currency. It's another. It's it's just another person saying, "All right, this is this is worthwhile, and we need to accept it as something that we can take money in." Because even if they don't keep the Bitcoin, they get a lot of. It's it's a giant market of people who want to buy things that they're missing out on in any. Yeah good business that wants to maximize their profits should accept Bitcoin because it's, there's a certain amount of people out there that want to pay in Bitcoin. And it's cost-free for you. It doesn't cost any money to set it up. Or, you know I mean? or accept it. I mean, they can, they can accept it with minimal fees between yeah. both the user and the, and the acceptor. And they just convert to whatever fiat they want and don't have any fees or minimal fees. Listen to this here. True story. It's funny. I was at a wedding talking to a guy, and I started talking about Bitcoin, obviously, because I'm a Bitcoiner, and then what the fuck else do you talk about? And he was like, you know, the thing about Bitcoin that sucks is that, you know, nobody really wants it. And I was like, hmm, that's false. And he was like, well, what do you mean? I was like, dude, Microsoft, Expedia, 100flowers.com, if you want to send roses to your honey. Like, a lot of people take it. It's got value. And he was like, no, ma'am, that's going to fail because nobody cares about it. Nobody thinks it has value. The next morning after the wedding, when you traditionally go to Starbucks and get coffee to jumpstart your system because you just spent all night raging, 
I took them to Starbucks. And right before I got to Starbucks, I bought a gift card to Starbucks with Bitcoin, with gift. And I bought him the Starbucks. And then when I gave him his coffee or whatever the fuck he got, knowing that dude, he probably got some sort of like strawberry frappuccino or something. I don't know. Make fun. Anyways. <laughs> when I gave him his drink, I said, hey, I bought that with Bitcoin. And he was like, what? And I was like, yes, so it does have value. Your argument is moot. It's moot. M-O-O-T. I like that word. Yeah, it's a good word, isn't it? It's a good word. Use it more. <laughs> use it more. You're moot. Everything you do is moot. <laughs> but anyways, I was saying, like, more and more people. Like, Corey, what you just said. It's cool that more merchants are accepting it because they're realizing, okay, out of all the abstractions of humanity, more and more people are seeing these lines of code as well, it's not even that. It's not even that. It's like the more and more... I mean, that's, you, you, your, your anecdote there was perfect. It's the moment someone realizes they can get tangible things with this funny money, which they think it is, Bitcoin, they're like, oh, there's something to this because there's a coffee in my hand and it was paid for somehow that I don't understand. But they have, they hold value in the coffee because it's, you know, to them, it's $6 in their bank account. It's like, I didn't, I have six more dollars in my Bank of America checking account because he paid for this with magic. And then that to them. <laughs> you said smagic. Smagic. He that's paid for new, this with It's the new improved magic. Don't you know, don't know about it. Don't know about it. Super magic. Smagic. It's a, it's a Brazil thing. Don't worry about it. Anyway. <laughs> I got the magic in me. Once the drink is in us, the podcast turns into gold. Everybody knows I got the magic in me. When we hit the mic, all the girls wanna subscribe for free. Everybody wants the best of magic, 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 magic. Keep going, keep going. Yeah, so like the moment people have this tangible thing in their hands and they see you pay for it with Bitcoin in whatever way you do it and how easy it is, they're like, oh, okay, well, maybe this has some merit. And then businesses are like, oh, I can just do that and now I have a new revenue stream. Boom. Okay, or you know, etc., etc., etc. You get your wallet on your phone. You can transport all the, transfer all these different coins, or you know, you just scan a QR code. And you pay for something, or like you order something online, scan a QR code, and you download it, and, it, and there it is. And as the technology improves, it'll get easier and easier and easier, and people start using it more and more and more. Yeah, they're like, why would I? Why would I enter my bank account information and tell you my name when I can just give you some Bitcoin and be over with it. Yeah. It's all right. You guys want to hear some more good news? Yeah. Yeah. Throw it on us. You know how like we mined out of a garden shed? Well, (laughs) some guy has mined using solar power. I looked at this today. I looked at this. You looked at that? 
Yeah, I actually commented on this. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, man. Isn't that the coolest thing? Yeah, That's so yeah, it's essentially what it is. It's, you know, when you do, when you're mining, you're essentially paying for your proof of work with real life energy. Mm-hmm. You're saying, like, I'm, I'm going to expend this energy, this, this power that I get from the power grid to verify transactions to secure the network. And that's the payment that goes into the network, which essentially gives the tokens value. In my opinion, that's so what the it value converts energy token. into a into a numerical. And token. so, when you buy these, yes, when you buy these, when you buy these miners and you run mining operations, you're essentially paying with the electricity bill. Yeah, and hoping that the tokens that you get are worth the value, if not more, of the electricity bill you're putting into it. And so that's 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 the return on investment, other than the you know, initial startup cost of buying the equipment. But this guy has come into the way of obviating the need for electricity bill by running a, a, a decent, easy to set up, do it yourself. I wouldn't call it do it yourself; it's kind of complicated. Solar power in his backyard that runs his entire mining operation. It's modest. It's not that but, complicated if you can explain it in a simple way. Uh, it, there could be a do-it-yourself involved, but there's some electricity that needs to be done that needs to be done by an electrician, which you shouldn't do yourself, or your electric should do yourself. So what the the initial capital is very high when it comes to setting up a solar-powered mining farm. But this is something that's going on in the future where yep. solar power will be something that will probably take over yep. a lot of the, of, of, the, of the world's energy production because... The sun is this, you know, all-giving electricity thing, which is completely untapped. All-giving until it swallows us. <laughs> well, that's yes. a long time from now. We shouldn't worry about that. I'll let my kids worry about that. <laughs> oh, your kids? Like, you're me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not your kids, 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 kids. I'm no physicist or doctor. I'm just going to throw this out there. Sidebar. We're some well-spoken drunk asses, cause I'm fucking drunk and we've been. But anyways, keep going. Let's keep going. So, solar-powered mining farm, which is good because I know a lot of people. Even one of our guests in the past, his name was Gray, and he said, "I'm a little worried about the environmental risk of mining Bitcoin." And I was like, "Nah, don't worry about that shit." <laughs> and, well, it's 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 gonna. Solar power will take over. I wouldn't say it's going to take over, but it will become a large percentage of the energy production of the world because the rate or efficiency in which we can harness the sun is getting getting better and better and better. Better, Battery technology is getting better and better and better. And the electronics we use to mine Bitcoin, it's an, you know, or electronics in general, Moore's law is getting better and better and better. So it's only going to become easier to do any type of, you know, computation based on solar power in the future. Dude, you want to hear this crazy idea I thought of when I was an undergrad? Yes, I do. (laughs) Probably half baked. (laughs) Listen to that shit. I was half baked. Giant rolling solar farms in the Sahara Desert that roll through the Sahara Desert all through the sunlight collecting power and then they dock at a power plant 
and and give the power to Africa and to other places that need it. But thousands of rolling solar farms that just roll around collecting energy in the Sahara Desert, which is getting big and dangerous. Pure sunlight just coming down. No clouds, just pure sunlight collecting energy. And then when the sun's going down, they go and dock at a power plant. And then the energy gets distributed. I was like, holy shit. I was really half-baked. Oh, anyways, anyways, keep going. Solar energy. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. I laugh at you. Don't laugh at me because it's ridiculous. But I was like, man, that'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. Anyways, Cello, you got any more news for us? Because I just totally derailed everything that was happening. I think. Is Cello alive? There he is. He's there. Yeah, I'm there, man. Oh, okay. Ooh. Do it! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was setting that up for you the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah? I should build giant rolling solar farms? Is that what I should do? Do it! As long as they have Shia Buff in the background just screaming this as they're rolling around the Sahara Desert killing everything. Core. What? Do it! There's nothing in the Sahara Desert just worth living. do it! Two... On a scale of one to three. <laughs> I like your eyes waiting for the next line. Go ahead. On a scale of one to three. Is that what a good idea? What kind of scale is that? It's one which makes my idea really, really good or really, really bad. Like, it's pretty much One bolder. to three? Yeah, scale of one to three. You're not really giving me much option here. Yeah. It's bad. It's very bad. So, one, then. If this one is bad, then yeah, that's where it How is. bad? Like monetarily bad or? Think about the maintenance on things rolling around the Sahara Desert. Glass. Oh, that sounds terrible. Okay. All right. Why? Let's <laughs> science fiction this out. Let's science fiction this out really quickly. Let's get back to the Bitcoin. Okay. Let's get back to Bitcoin. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess we can close things out with drunken speculation on the price. Let's talk about that. What are, what are y'all's predictions? I'm going to let D start this one. Please uh, Sahara Desert. That's a really good idea, though. Somebody should do it. Yep. Um, here we go. Price. <laughs> we turn it down this time. Uh, I'm going to say... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time what? frame. You gotta give a time frame. You can't just say a number and there's no time frame. Well, I'm gonna give a time frame on me. You know that's happening. Uh three fifteen. No, nope, I already said three fifteen. I said that last time. Three fifty by late October. Late October. October. Is that what they say in uh Brazil? Yeah. October. Yeah, October. October. I think. I don't know. I speak shitty Portuguese, so yeah. Three fifteen by late October. Cello. Late October. You know what? We've been down like four days in a row at the time of recording. Uh, I expect uh, another retrace down to two fifty. How you like that? We're at two seventy now. Around there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
277. At the time of recording. The market is bullish, so uh, I will be buying the dips. I see it going to 250. I don't know. I think it's going to go up. What it's going to go up to within October, it's two months, I think. I'm going to go ahead and say 300. 300. Dead Higher. even. Dot zero, 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 zero. Higher. What you guys aren't factoring in, what you should factor in, is the Litecoin having Litecoin halves in like 45 days or something like that. Doesn't matter. It does matter. That means the supply half light supply. Oh, I know. Like no, half the, the having, the the halvening, halvening, the having, having, the having. The shitty M Night Shyamalan movie. Um, <laughs> doesn't. I don't think it's that big of a deal with Bitcoin anymore. Sorry. It's its own. It's its own monster. I mean, it may have a minor effect, but the effect it used to have, where it used to follow quite nicely, isn't happening anymore. Isn't halvening anymore. It's oh, boy. happening. Okay, it's happening. The halvening is oh. hilarious. I'm gonna drop that on the Litecoin community. The title of his next movie is Smagic. Smagic. <laughs> Smagic colon the halvening. The happening. Yeah, Get him on the podcast and Shit. solicit in this. I'm sorry. All right, guys. The Litecoin. Pro- we have a donate yeah. button, so donate <laughs> Bitcoin to us. Yeah, please do. If you've made it through this episode completely, then we would appreciate your donation because you probably like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if this is your first listen to the podcast, <laughs> do not judge us. Go back to previous or future episodes. Also, this um, is a plan thing. If you don't know how to donate with Bitcoin, ask us and we will help you. Give us money. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, totally into helping you give us money. Our second guest thinks that boxing is better than MMA, so leave a comment in the comment section about how wrong he is. He's not, not a guest, guy. host, player. I'm host number two. He's a host oh, of yeah, bad yeah. ideas about boxing. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys are so trendy, and that's the problem. Look, boxing ain't going nowhere. Yeah, it is. No, you, you just lost all credibility with any, any, everyone but boxers. So that's what you, that's what you alienated this time. You know what we'll world. do? We'll get some video, and you put on your gi, <laughs> and I'll put on my boxing gloves. And I'll then destroy we'll see. you. Mm-hmm. Don't let me get you. I will say, I will say that I did watch Rocky last week, and yeah. it was good. And what'd you think about it? Well, you know, it's not a realistic way to train for a fight, but it was very good. I saw <laughs> I saw an MMA movie. It had that one guy in it, and it was awful. Was it Warrior? Because if it was Warrior, you're a goddamn liar. Is it Warrior? Yeah, Warrior was pretty good. Is it Tom Hardy? The one with Tom, Tom Hardy? Hardy. Yeah, that yeah. movie was great. It was great, and you're yeah. a liar. Thinking you guys are trendy <laughs> as fuck, because that movie reminded me of a pile of cat doo-doo in the litter box. How do you have a brain? Growth and cell replication, I think. Mm. Nick Nolte alone gives that at least a 7 out of 10. Yeah. That movie was a good... Wait, wait, what? Pause, pause. Did you say Nick Nolte? Oh, did you forget that he was in the film? Nick Nolte's in the movie? Are you serious? Automatic two thumbs down. 
automatic. Nick Nolte, what has he been in that even anybody cared about since 1983? Stop the podcast before I rage out. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nolte? Did you wait? Did you're using the 